welcome to Couple of Vidgets, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the show's supernatural. I am your host, Dan. And I am your co-host, Penny. So today we watched The Benders. Yes, we did. And it starts out with this kid, and he hears a strange noise outside. And he looks out his window, and he sees his neighbor taking the garbage out. The neighbor hears a strange noise, and he's kind of looking around, and before you know it, he gets pulled under the car by something you don't see. So you're wondering, what is it? Your turn. Okay. So the cops are there the next day. It seems like that would be the natural cut, and there'd be a commercial, but there wasn't. They faded to the cops being there and interviewing the family, they're like, oh, so we have to go through this again? It's been a week. And it reveals that it's actually Sam and Dean are the cops. And they tell them that they're the state police. And they just have a couple of questions. Don't worry. They've heard it all. And they get the story again. Um, just this young kid says he heard a growling noise, uh, looked outside. The mother calls him out, though, for watching a Godzilla movie. That kid's got good taste. <laughs> Yeah, he happened to be watching Godzilla versus Mothra. So his mom kind of figured that's why he thought he heard something because he was watching kind of a, I guess some people would consider that a scary movie. This kid looks like Kevin McAllister from Home Alone also. Did you pick up on that? And then his name was Evan? Yeah, 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 I did. But he totally looked like Kevin. Yes. Matter of fact, at first you thought his name was Kevin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the scared look on his face of, oh, no, what's outside? Yeah. Just like Macaulay Culkin did. It was a total rip on that same character, I think. I think so, too. Um, so Sam and Dean, then, uh, we see them at a bar uh, at the Kugel Keg <laughs> in, in Hibbing, Minnesota. Um, and they're talking about it. They're not sure. Um, they're thinking that they might be dealing with either a spring-heeled jack or a phantom gasser. I've never heard of these things before, but they're discussing that those are possibilities here. Yes, I have never heard of them before either, so. Uh, They go out. uh, Dean wants to stay and shoot darts. Sam wants to get up early in the morning. Says, fine, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll meet you outside. Sam goes outside, sets his books down, and then he thinks he hears some noise under his car. And then the next thing, Dean comes out. Finds the books, but doesn't find Sam anywhere. Right. Um, And then I believe that's the first commercial cut. Right. Yeah. Sam thought he heard something and he did look under a car and there was a cat there. So that's what he thought he heard. So he kind of like let his guard down. But yes, then when Dean comes out, sure enough, Sam's there. (coughs) Sam's not there, but the books he had was his father's journal, but his father's journal was sitting on the car. And Sam is M.I.A. Yeah, so Dean goes into the local sheriff's office and uh, is pretending to be a state officer, um, but looking for his cousin. Yeah, because of the fact that Dean officially died in that one episode again, um, he couldn't say that he was Dean Winchester. He said he was Sam Winchester's cousin, and they were looking for him. He'd gone missing, and... Well, not just that he died, but he was wanted for murders before he died. Right. He was, yes, he was wanted for murders. So he couldn't say, yeah, I'm Dean Winchester. And 
look me up. So. <laughs> so then we cut back and then we see that Sam is like inside of a cage in a barn someplace. Um, he's being held captive. And there's the other guy there that they were initially looking for then, Elvin Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, two hooded figures come in. Uh, they leave a bowl of food for Mr. Jenkins, but not for Sam. They didn't feed him for whatever reason. Um, but Sam is astonished to find that their captors are not even supernatural. Yeah, they're just people. Because before they came in, Sam was asking, you know, have you seen what, they, what do they look like? You know, what? Because he was still at that point thinking that there's some sort of creature that had them. Nope, just some people. Scary ass people. So then uh, what's this? The cop's name then is Kathleen Hudick. Uh, Kathleen, yeah. So do we see her more? Does she in more episodes? No, I. Oh, just curious. Oh, no. I don't believe so, no. Because, I mean, she was, like, pretty friendly in this episode. I was just curious if we ever saw her again. No. Well, it, because of the fact, I think, because they were just dealing with people, Sam and Dean didn't have to say, you know, this is what we do for a living, blah, 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 you know? Oh, yeah, that would make... Yeah, that just, she never really does learn the truth about these guys, do they? Exactly. So, while, uh, while Dean is talking to her, though, they're outside, and then a truck is driving this old crappy van and it's making a growling scratching noise and Dean figures that that's the van that the kid heard. Right. The kid called it a whining growl. Yeah. I didn't hear a whining growl in the vehicle. It just sounded like an old creaky beater, but (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you're watching the Godzilla movie. I imagine that did sound like a whining growl. (laughs) Yeah. So Kathleen is going to, um, she went down to so the county office and got printouts of the camera. There was a uh, traffic camera set up for Amber Alert. And so she went down there, got some printouts, was talking to him. But also, when then they drove off to go look, uh, the real Dean's real police or Dean's police record of. What are you how am I trying to put this? The, she ran his. Badge. badge number. The badge, badge number, number that he gave then, her. Yeah. And, well, first let's talk about the photographs. They show a photograph of this crappy old um, camper that you kind of put in the back of the pickup. But she draws attention to the license plate. The license plate looked like new. The van, the camper was crappy and old. So, therefore, they both assumed that that vehicle stole it. But, yes, then go back to their driving in the car, and she tells say tells Dean that she checked his badge number because she always does that for, you know, I don't know what do you want to call it. Auditing. <laughs> auditing. Yeah, auditing purposes. So. Yeah. Tur- turns out that the badge that he was using belonged to this great big uh, person of color. <laughs> and uh, his initial response was, I lost weight. And I got that Michael Jackson disease. Yeah, Michael Jackson skin disease. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't remember vitiligo quick enough, I guess. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. She knows that he's full of crap and probably, a, well, he's a criminal of some sort. He's got a stolen badge. Um, but he convinces her to continue to help and not arrest him just yet because her brother had gone missing three years ago. Right, because she... Um that she knows how Dean, because Dean said he feels very responsible for Sam. 
Um, and so she's like, I know how you feel. So yeah, I will look for a Sam and then pretty much she was, was going to turn him in after that. Yep. So Sam is, uh, we go back to Sam. He's screwing around in his cage, trying to figure out a way to escape. The door in Jenkins cage just opens up. Nobody even came in. And uh, Sam warns him, like, it's a trap. Don't leave. Well, Jenkins just runs out into the night. And I wrote down in my notes, Jenkins is a dick because he didn't even let Sam out of his cage. No, he didn't even try to help Sam at all. He just wheeled it out of there. He's like, I'll, I'll go back and get help for you. <laughs> so once outside, uh, Jenkins first finds a knife, but then he's pursued and hunted down by two men that eventually kill him. Yeah. He was, the funny thing is, is they um, let him go because at one time they just stabbed him in the calf. They let him go, so they chased him again, and yeah, then they caught him again and killed him. So they're trying to make sport out of it. Yep, there is a tripwire in the woods that they uh, got him on. So uh, Kathleen and Dean, they uh, track down to where they think it might be it was like the turnoff on the road between these two traffic cameras so they knew that that's the vehicle that they're looking for has to be somewhere between these two spots so they pull over um start heading off on foot to go look around and uh kathleen really doesn't want dean to come with says just stay here i'll take care of it and dean's like i'm coming with and she tricks him into like a handshake and then handcuffs him to the car yeah, and he's like, oh, dang, you know, you really want me with you because he still thinks they're dealing with some sort of creature and she's got no idea what she's going to get herself into. But nope, she leaves him there. Yeah, so this, the deputy Kathleen goes up to the house, knocks on the door, and the little girl answers, Missy. She's like really odd looking, all dirty, tattered clothing, says her ma's dead, can't talk to pa. And then she like smiles and giggles and and Kathleen's like, what? And goes, this is going to hurt. And then she got a uh, like a shovel to the head. Yeah, Pa was behind her, shoveled her right in the head. Yeah, that's funny. That's going to hurt. <laughs> She's smiling while she said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dean's still locked out at the car and he hears two members, two guys coming walking towards him. So he reaches over and grabs the antenna like a cell phone antenna off the car picks his way out of the keys and escapes and the guys that the one guy hops in the cop car drives off we don't know where dean's at just yet then we go back to the barn and sam and kathleen are now both locked in this barn in cages and sam just comes wandering in like dean. hey guys yeah no dean just comes wandering in yeah, Dean Sam. comes wandering in. That's what I mean. Dean comes wandering in on Sam and Kathleen. Mm -hmm. And she's like, hey, hey, how did you get out of the cuffs? And he's like, oh, I know a trick or two. Uh, let me see. And Kathleen asks, hey, have you seen a black must? Did you see a black Mustang out back? And Dean's like, yeah. And I apparently that was the, the car her brother Riley was driving when he disappeared. Yeah. So Kathleen now knows <laughs> that her brother ended up out at this creep farm at some point. And then it's at this point that Sam tells him, hey, we're just dealing with people. And Dean's like, you know, our usual playmates, they've got patterns and rules, but people are just crazy. So, but he, and then he tries to um, get those cages open, but can't. 
So he decides he's going to go look for a key. I'm assuming the house, because that's where he ended up. Uh, first in the basement, and he found some disturbing things in jars down in the basement. Looked like human body parts. <laughs> to me, did it look like that to you? I didn't see what he found in the basement. I just saw the big jar of teeth upstairs. Yeah, well, then he also, while he was down in the basement, he finds photos. Apparently, they take pictures of the two brothers when they kill someone, kind of like you do with a trophy buck or whatever here in Wisconsin like they do. You know, all the people that they've killed. And there's a lot of photos of people that they've killed and take their pictures with them. And yes, they're Polaroid, so they don't have to get them developed. Yeah, so he's trying to sneak out, and that little Missy girl catches him. And she's all nice and quiet at first. Pulls out a knife, though, and, like, stabs his, throws it and stabs his jacket to the wall. Yeah. With amazing force. Like, that chick knows how to throw a knife. She's been throwing a knife before she could walk <laughs> and talk. <laughs> so that allows then the rest of the family, that like, every the jig is up. The rest of the family then uh, beat him to hell. He, he gets a shovel to the back <laughs> of the head, too. There's so much brain injury on this show. Yeah, it's amazing that Sam and Dean don't have more concussions. They're going to have the brain of, like, a 40-year-old NFL player. <laughs> so the old man, the father of these the two boys, and I guess grandfather of that Missy girl, uh, boasts to Dean that his family's been hunting and killing for generations. Yeah. Kind of like uh, because they got sounds like they got bored with hunting deer and bear and thought it was much more fun to hunt humans. So he goes and uh, he has this hot poker. He wants to know if there's more cops on the way. Dean assures him that there isn't um, to not get his face fried off. Um, but then he like says, "Hey, you need to choose whether we're going to let Sam or Kathleen out for us to hunt." Well, Dean chooses Sam, thinking that he'd be able to outwit him and get away, I'm assuming. Yeah. He but then they just, didn't, the, the old man just instructs the one kid to go out and shoot them both in the cages. Yeah. So right then, Dean's like really pissed off because he's thinking that the guy's going to go out and kill Sam and kill this cop. And Sam won't have a chance to get away and possibly not get killed. Well, out in the garage, Sam was able to free himself. Someone was, when that guy came in to shoot him, he opened up the door, and Sam had, he ripped down a power cord earlier, and there was like a bracket that had broke loose, so I think he used that as a weapon, or he threw it, and it deflected off the gun, something like that. It was really quick. Yeah, it was really quick. I didn't see exactly how he did it either. But they free themselves, and they overpower uh, the one son, uh, actually both of the sons, well, at this point, they, there's just the one son out there, and Sam overpowers him, knocks him out, um, and you cut back to the house, and the father's calling for him, and he's not answering, so they're like, oh, crap, something's happened to him. And so then they go out to the barn, the other brother and the father with guns, and yet both Sam and Kathleen are not in the cages. But the brother, one brother is. <laughs> yep. So... In all of this struggle, then, the, the father ends up getting shot in the arm. Um, Sam s tells Kathleen, just stand here and watch him. I'm going to run back in and get my brother. And while 
Well, <laughs> well behind, like, the, the father just starts basically acting like a total creep, and Kathleen shoots him. Yeah, we could kind of, you know, tell by the... Because of the fact that she knew that her brother was hunted and killed in that manner, you know, and she's like, I just, just tell me why. And he says, because it's fun. <laughs> so she had had enough of his shenanigans at that point. So, yeah, she uh, shoots him and Sam and Dean come out of the house. Dean had locked Missy in a closet and... Um, Kathleen comes out of the barn and she tells Sam and Dean that he uh, got shot while trying to escape. But we're pretty sure that she just shot him because he killed her brother. Yeah, yeah, she had rage issues there. Uh, and then she tells him, hey, FBI and state police are going to show up. You should probably beat it. And uh, for the second time then in this episode, Dean says says like i don't mean to press the issue but could i ask a favor and she never like does either one of them they ask for a ride home and she's like walk <laughs> yeah because they're out in the middle of nowhere and the their car the impala was at the police station in town so she's like oh, start walking if you see a police car duck <laughs> and sam's like well that sounds good we're out of here yeah so that's the episode well, while they're walking, Dean tells Sam never to go missing again because the next time he does, he's not going to look for him. And Sam's like, yeah, right, you're not going to look for me. Sure. You know you're going to look for me. So, yep, that was pretty much the end of the episode. And I have to say, because of the fact that they didn't deal with a supernatural creature, this is not one of my favorites. Yeah. What do you think? No, it's just too similar to so many other stories. It's the exact same as Dangerous Game, and it's the exact same as uh, X-Files episode called Home. Right. Now, in that episode called Home, were they actually hunting humans, too? I just remember that they were, like, very, very inbred. Very inbred. Yeah, I think they were killing people off in that episode as well. Okay, okay. It's all just the same hillbilly, redneck, murderer yeah, thinking it's fun to kill humans and all that stuff. And because of the fact that they said, the father said they only do one or two a year, they tried not to draw suspicion to him. But, you know, when they took Sam Winchester, they were in trouble because they got to know Dean's not going to give up. Do they go back to Hibbing a lot? Um, yes. Because i got to tell you, that really didn't represent, like, Hibbing life. <laughs> no, they they do um, go back to Hibbing. Um, and that's all I can really say about that. <laughs> the coo- coo- do they go back to the Kugel keg? Uh, I don't think that's ever um. shown again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was an okay episode, but it's just... It doesn't move this. They had the recap at the beginning of this episode, but it didn't move anything along. They don't talk about their dad at all. Right. They don't talk about their interpersonal relationships at all. Um, Well, actually, they did talk about their dad because when they were first talking about this guy, that this guy was missing, um, John must have read about that before, too, because I think Sam said that there was something in his journal that had drawn john's attention and he had circled it with you know people missing so um john must have seen that they have a lot of people yeah it was like it was a suspicious location or something right right because it said like they have more people missing per capita than the rest of the county or something like that yeah 
But yeah, other than that, that was the only mention of John and no mention of looking for him or looking for the demon that killed Mary or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just such a weird one-off. Yeah, every once in a while they do have a one-off episode that has nothing to do, you know, with the continuing story arc of the season. But so they got to do that once in a while. So I guess this whole episode was called The Benders because there was a group called The Bloody Benders in like 1860, some family that killed over a dozen people. And the whole thing was exposed by some guy looking for his missing brother and wrote a book or something like that. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Yeah. It's like based on a marginally real thing. Yeah, a lot of, uh, some of their stories are... um especially some of the creatures that they hunt that I have never heard of before, but if you look it up, sure enough, they have the lore of that creature down pretty much in the episode. So the writers and producers must research these creatures that they're, they're looking for so they can actually sound like they know what they're talking about because we know all those creatures are real. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to go and look up the, the bloody benders and see more about <laughs> a real American psychos that... <laughs> You can Google all that on your own and get your own nightmares. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's really not even anything supernatural in this to talk about, other than we didn't know what they were chasing down in the first place. Yeah, once it was what they real. thought it was. Yeah, once Spring it was Spring-heeled Jack and a phantom gasser. I'm going to have to look up what a Spring-heeled Jack is. I've, I've, I think I heard when I was watching um, Penny Dreadful, I think I heard that term, but I'm not really sure. It's an urban legend originating in England during the 1800s. The Spring-Heeled Jack was said to have clawed hands and eyes of fire. His legendary status gained popularity between 1850 and 1880 as people became fascinated with his abilities to perform daring leaps and breathe blue and white flames of fire. There you have it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> what so, are they yeah. talking about? How did he <laughs> become more famous when it wasn't even a thing? <laughs> Well, you have to realize in the 1880s in England, later 1880s, that was the time, you know, that Jack the Ripper was out killing prostitutes and things like that, so. Mm, all right. So I bet you this whole Jack term is probably, I don't know, is just for someone that kidnaps you if you get jacked? Is that where be. that term comes from? That could be. I don't know. Sounds, Interesting. Sounds like it might be. All right, well, I'm sure Missy Bender will grow up and be a very well-adjusted person in society and not have any lasting issues. <laughs> uh, so then our next episode, uh, Season 1, Episode 16, is called Shadow. Shadow.